0: Hi, I'm Burke Holland. And I'm Elijah Manor. And we're here in historic downtown Franklin, Tennessee at the lovely Grayson, Maine. Mm-hmm. And we're here to bring you five things about NPM. Thing number one you can run NPM
1: init and, and then answer a billion questions. wait, wait, wait. There's a special flag for that. If you do npm init-y, it'll take all the defaults and just make the package JSON for you.
0: So you don't have to answer the billion questions? No. So you're saying npm-y, and then I don't have to answer all those questions?
1: I just saved you a lot of time. Wow.
0: That's like half of my life back. (laughs) You're welcome. If you can fix npm install, that's all of my life back. Well, that's still going to take some time. A little more complicated. Yeah. Thing number two, sometimes you lose track of all of the NPM scripts that you have, like start, debug, start browser, start server, debug browser. There's, there can be a lot across a lot of different projects. What can we do to
1: help with that? Well, one simple thing I do when I go to a new project, especially if I'm not familiar with it, I'll just type NPM run. Run. Enter. And it'll just spit out all the available scripts for really? you.
0: Really, so just run without a script name just spits yep. out all of the scripts that you can run. Yep. That's a very handy tip.
1: And then npm, there's also um, completion scripts that you can install. And now we can do npm run, you can start typing and press tab, and it'll actually list out all the matching hits that you could use.
0: Nice, and that's in the terminal. Yep. Thing number three, there's something new out called npx. And it actually comes with npm. What
1: is npx and uh, what does it do? It's a great question. So if you at least have NPM 5.2 or above, you already have it. OK. And it does two main things. One, if you already have packages installed locally, like for example, ESLint, you can actually play around with it in the terminal instead of being NPM scripts. So if you run npx, ESLint, parameters, or whatever, it'll first look locally if it's installed. And if you do have it, it'll use that one instead.
0: Oh, OK. So you can have it installed locally, but use it like it's installed globally. Does that work? Well, what happens if I try to use it and it's not installed locally or globally?
1: Well, that's good. So, that's the second thing that it could do. So, if you don't have it locally or globally, it'll actually go install it temporarily just so you can use it and then it just gets rid of it.
0: Okay. So, would that work for something like say an NPX, Create React App, and then the name without having to install
1: yeah, Create React App. That's a great reason to use it, because it's always getting the latest version of Create React App, so you're not out of date.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Oh, because it's so easy for you to get out of date if you install it globally. Right, yeah. So that's NPX, available with NPM 5.2 or above. Uh, if you've got that, you can use that today. Yeah. Thing number four, you can use NPM to update your packages, but a lot of times it's not that simple. Uh, what are some things that we can do to make package updating a little bit less painful?
1: It's a great question. So the first step would maybe running something that's native with NPM, and you'd say NPM space outdated. And that's a tool that'll just run through your package JSON looking to see if there's newer versions of things based on your version range. And, but it's just a read only. That's a great list. tip. I didn't
0: know about that one. Yeah. But you can't do anything. It's just a list of what's OK. Yeah. So,
1: so at that point, you would have to manually install yourself. Or there's another tool that I like to use called npm check. That's the name of the package, npm So on npm, yep. npm check. You would install that either globally or use npx. And then you'd use the dash u flag. And that will do the same thing. It'll, it'll figure out you know what's up to date, out of date. It'll give you a list, but then it's interactive. You can actually use a keyboard to select things and tell it, I want these certain ones to be upgraded right now. Wow, that's fancy
0: schmancy. <laughs> yeah. And also, there's an extension for Visual Studio Code called Version Lens that Group. puts this information inside your package.json file exactly. that also lets you update, so you can check that out as well.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Number five, it's possible to link uh, NPM packages. And we do this in development to define dependencies between packages. And that's great, but if you link a lot of packages, it can get really hard to manage. Is there anything that we could do to make that easier?
1: That's a great question. I do this all the time at work. Uh, We're always developing multiple slices and packages together. And for me, I always forget, like, well, what do I currently have linked? Uh, Am I running the latest or a local version? And there's a nice NPM tool called link dash status and all it does you you install
0: that from npm link dash status is the name of the package right either globally
1: or use npx and it will just based on the project you're in it'll just list out all your linked dependencies just in its there's a pretty mode so it looks pretty but I mean that's all it does but I use it all the time Yeah, it's
0: extremely powerful because otherwise you just don't know you're flying completely blind excellent I'm Bert Collin and I'm Elijah Manor and now you know five things about npm Yes.